one of the things that really helped me is thinking about the law of attraction. So I don't think of it in, in the way a lot of society thinks about it. I think right. about it, it's, it's working all the time, every second of every day, I'm emitting a signal and I'm getting things back to me based on that signal. Hello and welcome to Self Talk. I'm Rachel Astarte. Today I have as my guest Anne Hintz. When she was 19, she woke one morning to find her mother dead in her bathroom. And 20 years later, she was still suffering from that trauma. And she found a simple technique that helped her release these emotions. And that's a technique that she calls insight or inward sight. And now Anne is a spiritual teacher a public speaker, and an author. Her book, A Pathway to Insight, details her journey and breaks down her insight technique. And thank you so much for being on Self Talk. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Great. So uh, that's a lot of information just in your bio. So why don't we start with, with um, how you came to this work and, and, and uh, a little bit about your background there? Sure. Well, I had a lot of trauma in childhood. I mean, most of us do. Pretty much everyone does. I had two alcoholic parents. And as you mentioned, I did find my mother dead in battering when I was 19. And I didn't realize how much I held on to that. I don't think I think most of us don't realize we're holding that trauma inside of us. Mm. So it wasn't until I was a stay at home mom with two young boys in my late 30s. And I went to a doctor's appointment just to check up. And he could tell that I was more stressed than I should be. Mm. And he asked me what my stress level was. And I told him it's an eight out of 10. And I knew right away it was it was from that trauma when I was 19 because the tears were still so close to the surface. Mm. It didn't take me, you know, I could just think about it and the tears were there. So he worked with me with the first technique that I use, which is called EFT, mm-hmm. emotional freedom technique or tapping. It's very well known these days. Yes. And it's it was so powerful. And I walked away from that appointment being able to tell the story of her death with no emotions arising. Wow. And it felt felt magical to me at the time. Mm-hmm. So I tried it out. I tried it out on my cat that needed daily saline shots. And my my hand would shake so much that first time I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it. So I thought, mm-hmm. okay, this is a good test. Mm-hmm. So I tapped about my fear of hurting my cat, my fear of injections. Mm-hmm. And the next time I did it, it just slid right in. Wow. So something had really shifted. Mm-hmm. So then I started using it every day. I started using it. I find myself thinking a thought that had emotions attached to it and I would tap about it. And then I, I wanted more because I could tell it was making a difference. So I wrote down all the memories I could think of that had emotions attached, all the traumas, everything from childhood. And I went through them one each night. I spent about an hour to an hour and a half tapping each night. Wow. And I found my mind becoming quieter. Mm. And what I realized after a while is that the voices that had been in my head, the, the voice, the words that I used to criticize myself and criticize other people, which I hated doing, but it mm-hmm. happened automatically. Those words were my dad's words that I had uh-huh. been programmed. I had absorbed them in childhood and I was just replaying them. Right. And it was so nice. It almost felt like I was living in a different reality when those words had gone out of my mind. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so I, I kept going. Um, 
when I started it, started this process, I didn't know how I felt. If someone asked me how I felt, I would just say, I'm fine and just let it right. go right. because I didn't know. So this process of working through what could be called shadows or memories or darkness inside, whatever you want to call it, it started to expand my awareness. So to begin with, I was only aware of, of the words or of the, the things that had happened. Mm -hmm. But then I became aware of my emotions that had been attached to those things that happened. Okay. And then I became aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions. Mm -hmm. And so when we have a feeling like fear, there's actually physical sensations inside right. of us that yeah. we then just label with the word fear, the emotion fear. That's right. So so when I became aware of those, I actually used a different technique that I call feeling your feelings, mm -hmm. where I would actually hold myself like a statue, even stop breathing. Once I had became aware of this emotion inside my body, I wanted to feel it mm -hmm. because I'd been suppressing it for decades. I wanted to actually feel it and allow it to be, to express itself, to actually release. And I found that it would release from the body. I'd need to take a deep breath. I'd think the thought again, and it had shifted. Mm -hmm. So then I would think the thought again and again and again, and keep doing it with the same thought until there was no emotion left. Mm -hmm. And then I would go on with my day and then come up with something else and do the same thing. And then I started doing it with collective trauma. So I would think about the big events, which still affect us, right? 9-11 affected right. almost everyone in the world. So I bring that thoughts to mind, feel those feelings and let them pass through out of my body. Mm. And at some point during this process, I realized I could actually keep my awareness inside my body once, once the emotion, once the physical, physical sensations had left. Mm. And then I was at a deeper level. Now I'm aware inside my body. And then I started doing the same thing. I, I could move my awareness around and hold my awareness on tension inside mm -hmm. allow it to be so I'm doing the same thing on the inside that I was doing on the outside allow it to be and it would shift and it would dissipate mm -hmm. and at some point I was able to put my awareness inside my head and now I could actually feel it release and hear it release and it sounds like old fabric ripping wow. and I realized that it's it must be the connective tissue mm -hmm. like the fascia in the body that I'm letting go of these these hooks, these blockages in the connective tissue. And um, I just recently had some x-rays taken of my head and I had comparison ones from 2013. And to see the physical changes that, that I kind of know have been happening, but to actually see them on an x-ray, um, it just blew my mind because I, I didn't know we could do this with our focused awareness. Yeah. So um, that's where I am too. That's amazing. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely uh, make sure that I, I think you sent me those x-rays, right? You emailed those to me and I, I'll share those with, with the listeners as well, uh, certainly in the, in the video version, but um, maybe I can attach them uh, to when I share this. That's, that's amazing. Um, oh, so much to cover now. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's so beautiful. And, and what, what really speaks to me and I'm sure to the listeners too, um, is the idea of our body housing the feelings, right? And because we don't think our feelings, we feel our feelings. That's where they are, you know, that's, and, and you know, the whole, 
the whole idea of, you know, our, our guts, like we, we, we refer to our feelings in terms of our bodies all the time. I have butterflies in my stomach, or I mean, you know, what's my gut reaction to this or whatever it is. Right. So we are constantly in communication with our bodies, you know, through the polyvagal nervous system, through, through every, um, you know, the neuropeptides that are being transmitted back and forth. So, um, so that makes perfect sense that, you know, and, and what I think is so beautiful about your story is um, that you came to it so organically to turn inward to a place that might not have felt very comfortable. It, it takes a <laughs> lot of bravery to sit down, you know, tapping is amazing. Um, and, but to actually sit down with your emotions and not be afraid of feeling them. Right. I can't say I was always not afraid. Right. I, I was. You did. To begin with. Point. Of right. Course, of course, it makes perfect. Nobody wants the icky feelings, you know. Right. So I wonder if you could briefly speak to that for the listeners about how to push through the uncomfortableness of sitting in in pain or discomfort or anger or fear or grief or rage or, what you know, whatever it is. Right. I mean, and I would say what you want to do is to experience it you can experience it with things that aren't as painful to begin with you know maybe you're afraid of you know a small fear and you can just feel that and work with that and let it go because I found that once I'd done it a few times and I got to the other side I realized that that's where the freedom is you know we hear that a lot the freedom is on the other side it is and once you've experienced it a few times you you come to realize that all it is is stored energy it's just stuck energy in the body and once you let it go it's gone. <laughs> right. Right. And that's, that's pretty amazing. It's like, you have to walk through the storm. You really do. And right. you know that it will be, it will end on the other side. Um, so the other part that I thought was so amazing and so important since, you know, this is a show called self-talk was realizing that the negative self-talk in your mind was actually your father's voice. How did you come to that realization? I had to get beyond, like we just talked about, I had to get to the point that he was no longer there before Mm -hmm. I could look back and say, oh, that was my dad's voice. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you know, it's just a process of awakening of of expansion of awareness. And even now that I'm on, I can get on the inside, you know, we hear about the darkness and the lightness, Mm -hmm. what I'm working with on the inside, I can sense light and darkness on the inside and I can sense tension. So I hold my awareness on the tension. And when it dissipates, I realize that underneath it was light. Mm-hmm. And then I can realize, oh, what I just released was dark. Mm-hmm. But when I'm actually involved in it, when I'm feeling that tension, I don't feel the darkness. Right. So I have to get beyond it in order to look back and see that it was the darkness there. So it's just a question of becoming aware which is not always the easiest thing to do right to to really grab hold of the thought that you're thinking or the emotion that you're thinking and actually this whole process is about accepting that but Mm -hmm. to actually find what your truth is right in this moment is difficult because we suppress it yes yeah so so that's a practice then you know and and getting more and more used to doing that so that you're not uh, so that you're better able to to bring that awareness no matter what comes up, right? And dealing yeah. with the childhood wounding is, you know, is certainly helpful. I always say it's like a domino effect. You know, once you once you deal with the childhood wounding and you're and you're healing it through the body, through the mind, through the spirit, 
then a lot of the issues that we have as adults seem to melt away, don't they? You know, they do. They do. Because we don't we don't realize how much that programming in childhood affects us. And it totally affects us Mm -hmm. all the time. We're just not aware of it. Yes. So that process of becoming aware, I, I worked with, um, I had a friend the other day, he was doing tapping with me and she said she felt like a slob, <laughs> but there was so much resistance to actually accepting that she felt like a slob, right? So, cause we, we don't want to feel that. Right. So we don't, we suppress it. It's like, oh, I'm not a slob or we'll tell people you're not a slob, but once you actually accept it so I would have taps and I encouraged her to I am a slob right can I be okay with the fact that I am a slob no she couldn't Mm. and that's okay that's where she was right now no I can't be okay with the fact that I think I'm a slob right so there's such subtle variation in there but when she could get to the place where she could tap and accept okay I think I'm a slob and that's okay then the power goes out of the word slob Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we live in a different world. Once once the power from the words and um, the memories from the words that we use, once that is gone, we're actually much, much more in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that approach, too, because it's, you know, there's a fearlessness in dealing with the fear. You know what I mean? And, and that there really is nothing to be afraid of. These are words that that have meant something, as you said, during the, you know, the patterning growing up. But we're not children anymore, and we need new tools to negotiate the world that we're actually in. You know, our our childhood traumatized self did what they could to help us survive this far. So great, you know what I mean. But now we don't we don't need that kind of programming anymore. And so right. it's a beautiful method. We have uh, to want to change, though, right? Yes, and I and and that's a really important uh, uh, really important topic too, which would be a great little shift here. Is um, I, I have patients all the time who say, "I know what needs to be changed. I don't know how to do it," and then they say, well, "Okay, so here are some tools." But they don't do it, right? So, what you know, if you could speak a little bit to that wanting to do it, what what happens for you with with people you work with or with yourself? Um, where's that threshold, I guess, of just making the change? Well, I really, really wanted to change. I really wanted my mind to be different because I was just full of fear all the time. And it, I, I needed to change. So one of the things that really helped me is thinking about the law of attraction. So I don't think of it in the way a lot of society thinks about it. I think right. about it. It's, it's working all the time, every second of every day. I'm emitting a signal and I'm getting things back to me based on that signal. Mm -hmm. So then I would start to ask myself, okay, so how am I feeling right now? Because do I want to feel this way again in the future? Mm -hmm. And if I don't, if I don't, then I'm going to work with it right now. What can I do right now? I can tap or I can feel those feelings or I can just try and relax a little bit more because if I'm a little more relaxed, then that's the signal I'm putting out and I'm getting something more relaxed back to me in the future. So I started using that throughout the day. I'd catch myself. It's like, okay, how am I feeling right now? And just work with that on an ongoing basis. So that's something that really helped me that might help other people too. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that really, um, really puts the focus on it. You will change when you're ready to change, when you need to change, when, when staying the way you are is not acceptable anymore. 
you know, or the way that I put it is when you finish learning this lesson, right? So when you finish learning the lesson of suffering, you'll shift, you know, and sometimes we need, we need to learn a little more from that suffering or be in that, that pain um, for a little longer, for whatever reason, when it's time for you to do it, you, there will be no other option, right? And um, so let's talk about the law of attraction again for a second, because this is also, this is a, uh, (laughs) this is a topic that my listeners know gets my, that my dander up. Um, This idea of manifesting something from outside of yourself, right? So what what I'm hearing from you, um, I actually, I, I like this idea of you are emitting an energy and that energy is being reflected back to you. You are working in conjunction with the energy around you. I think I understand that, right? Yes, yes, totally. That is what the law of attraction really is. It's not about uh, having the right thoughts so that you get rewarded for them. That's, That's putting you and the universe separate. And we're not right you know or or god or or whatever you want to call it great mystery creation but we are actually constantly working in conjunction with with the world around us right and so um the idea of what we see uh the way we see the world is the way the world appears to us right that's physics you know so um so i love this idea um and and one of the questions might be in, in, in a follow-up to that would be how can we change that energetic signal to to get a different result in our life? Right. <laughs> so there's a lot there. And <laughs> um, yes, I think we are a one big signal. Everything about us is the signal. We're emitting that signal and we're getting things based back on that signal. And you can it makes sense, right? When you think about it, you change your hair, you're going to get different responses from people outside if if you're really tall or really short or really large or small you're going to get a reflection of that back from outside of you mm-hmm. now i think the main part of our signal is that tension that we hold inside of us in our connective tissue from all our past mm-hmm. and that that's what came to me what that's what i realized because i never felt that great so i was getting things back i, I nothing changed (laughs) and I wanted something to change. So I realized I had to change my base signal. So that's when I started working with EFT because it does change that tension on the inside. So Mm -hmm. all these layers of awareness change that base signal on the inside. Mm -hmm. And then it changes what we get back from the outside. Now I do not agree with positive thinking. I, I, I think positive thinking is um, while it's nice to have positive thoughts, when we try to think something positive, it means we're not accepting or we're suppressing the actual thought that is there. Absolutely right. Yep. Yep. I agree. Right. So if we accept that, if we find it, that's that's can be hard. If we find the actual thought that's there that we're trying to suppress and we work with that, we either tap or we feel the feelings, whatever we do with that thought, then we let that energy go underneath we are positive. We are at peace. Um, Light is there. So we actually don't need to try to think positive thoughts. We just need to let go of the darkness or the negative. Right. Or let let it move its way through you. Because, you know, if you, if you look at it from, let's say a Jungian perspective, right, the, the, the light and the shadow 
they're the same. You know what I'm saying? They, we, we have to look at them equally. There is no right or wrong. If we embrace all that we are, then, and I think this is what you're speaking to then, and you're working with it as opposed to trying to um, shove it away or compartmentalize it, then, um, then it's that darkness, I'm putting air quotes around darkness is being brought into the light anyway, and absorbs that light because now it's not this dark, scary thing that we have to shove away. It's something that we accept in ourselves, and, and in a, a more neutral way, you know, Oh, okay. I, I do have homicidal thoughts. Huh? Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember tapping, I tapped for uh, like probably a couple of hours total about, I hate myself. Mm. I got to the place where I realized that I did. Mm. And then I just tapped to accept it. And once I could accept it, it has no power over me anymore. Yeah. So that's a really good place to get to. Now, I do think you can use the law of attraction if you wanted to, to maybe bring something in your life. But to do that, you've got to get rid of a lot of the resistance to where you are now, the resistance mm-hmm. to the thing you want, because if there wasn't any resistance, you would already have it. Yeah. And um, the resistance to, the, to um, the process. There's a lot of resistance in us to things that we don't have yet. Yes. But that's all the feeling inside of us. You're still working with the same process. You're letting go of that tension inside of you around words and things. Yes, exactly. And and I, I love that. Um the facing of it, right? So that you're not, you're not afraid and you're not afraid of, of the, even the scary parts of yourself. Um, right. So for you personally, what changes have you noticed in your life? Oh, also it's one of the, the key things I was trying to, I, I wanted to become a calm mother. I would see all these other mothers at school that seemed like they were so calm and I wanted that. So um, when someone said the same thing to me that they wanted to be as calm as I was, I realized, okay, something's changed here. <laughs> so that was really nice. And yeah, I'm just, things are so calm. Things just flow. Things just um, happen. All these serendipities happen. I just, everything is just so much calmer. And I think you use the word satisfying in your early podcasts that I listened to. And satisfaction is a word that I love, right? It's just feels, I feel so peaceful and satisfied with life, right? I love doing this deep release work. It's nothing I'd rather do. Feels really good to release deep, deep tension that's been stored for decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just, just happy and light, you know, I, the enlightenment I believe is a process, right? On the inside, I am seeing more light, but mm. there's also, I feel lighter, right? I used to feel like I weighed so much, like I was carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders, right? I think a lot of us feel that way. And um, to have that released, I, I just feel light. Yeah. And beautiful. there's many other things too. I could, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's a, that's a good list so far, but yeah. Um, and there's this, there's this, um, adventure sense that I get to it, it, it uh, that from what you're saying that, um, you know, this this great adventure of getting in there and working with the truth of the stuff of the of the ugly bits, as well as the positive bits and being able to um, to just fearlessly I keep using the word fearless, but it is it's, it's really um, a, almost a heroic act 
to, to get in there and really say, all right, I'm not, bring it on. Like, I'm not afraid of tapping on anything. I'll tap on that. I tap it. Yeah. I love it. Right. Well, I will actually listen. I, you know, there was a period of time where I stopped watching the news or listening to the news. I will actually listen to it now because I want to know what triggers me because uh, if okay. I find something that triggers me, I have something to work with. <laughs> so I will do that now. One of the other things I wanted to say just on what you said right then is having new thoughts that you've never had before that is fun mm. and the first time that happened it was it was just wild it's like oh what's an example of a new thought um gosh <laughs> I'm so used to them now <laughs> well well I guess even the thoughts of being on a podcast right oh okay. that would not have occurred to me mm. the idea that we could pod potentially live for hundreds of years that that is I believe a reality that can happen it's like oh gosh I didn't think about that before I'd only ever heard of the 120 years potential but um but with some of the things I know now from inside I I do feel those are a reality wow amazing right what an adventure just want to let that sit for a second and settle in yeah beautiful so uh, but one question um, I, I'd love to ask, too, is uh, because you mentioned this earlier and we kind of glossed by it and I want to come back to it, that it isn't just about ourselves. Right. It's about, you know, um, it's not just about our future. How do we work with our community or the planet or, you know, humanity as a whole with this uh, this insight method? Well, I do think it's something that we all can do what I don't know at this point because it's a holographic universe does it just take one person to do all this work and then does it you know one person is in everyone else or do we all need to do it or some set of us need to do it that's what I don't know but we can all work with our emotions right at this point in time we are so divided and it doesn't matter what side of any issue we're on we're feeling emotions around it we're feeling emotions around the subject itself and we're feeling emotions around the other side, right? The people on the other side. So if we all worked on our own feelings of frustration, anger, whatever it is we're feeling, and we let them go, then we can come together in peace in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important work that we can all do. If we do it on ourselves first, then that's what we're going to attract. If we're, if we're in peace ourselves, we're going to attract peace. So, yeah, yeah. beautiful. That's a great answer. So, um, so how can people find you, Anne? Uh, multiple ways. I have a website, annehints.com. I have a public Facebook page that um, I enjoy interacting with people on. And I have a YouTube channel where I'm sharing some of my story in a little bit more depth and some information demos on how to do the EFT and the feeling the feelings are on there. Beautiful. And where can people find your book? It's available on Amazon or you can ask your local bookstore to order it for you. Okay, great. And the book, again, is A Pathway to Insight. And hence, thank you so much for being on Self Talk. Thank you. It's been great.